Backcourt has worked nicely. Really has. Rockets have five guys in double figures. See Bradley Beal taking a seat, shaking his head. And Scott Brooks calls off. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mustafa. Ooh. And I'm here with yours truly, Corey Randall. Yo, yo. And today we'll be discussing why we feel Bradley Beal will no longer be a Washington Wizard. So stay tuned. On this episode, we'll be speaking about why we feel Washington Wizards will end up losing out on Bradley Beal. You want to know my opinion? I feel like they're running out of time. This is a guy that they promised in the offseason that they wanted to build a team around him. And not only that, they traded away his brother and one of his good friends and John Wall and basically gave up on him. He even said it himself in the post-game interview. Take a listen. We know this was a special game for you after 10 years with the Wizards. The story came out earlier where you said this game was personal and you wanted to show that you're not done tonight. 24 points and five assists. How were you able to channel those emotions into your game tonight? Oh, just play basketball, man. Uh, I, I love this game. If I didn't get paid for it, I still play the same way. Uh, I should have had 30 and probably a couple more assists. I missed too many easy layups. But uh, my adrenaline was going, man. I, I just feel like those guys, I know I did my things off the court that I apologize for that I could have been better with. But uh, the love that I have for that community in D.C. and the fans there that love me since for 10 years, I have nothing but love for those guys. But I just feel like their organization thought I was done. Uh, no matter how much hard work I put in over the summer, they came and watched me. I thought they thought I was done. And uh, that's why I came out and did what I did. So if you guys want to know how I feel, my personal opinion, the Washington Wizards don't have too much time. Bradley Beal is visibly frustrated. And this is something that I was monitoring since this summer to see how would the Wizards cope without John Wall? In the NBA now where you see guys more than ever, you know, teaming up with one another and think that's the only road and the guarantee road a championship, I'm gonna make the bold prediction right now and tell you that is not the way. To win a championship, you gotta be lucky. There's many factors that gotta come into play for you to win. You don't just walk in the gym Coming with your, your three friends or your three star friends that you feel that are the best, you know, for your team and you instantly win a championship. There's so many in play. There's so many things in play. And one of my key things that I like to focus on is fit, no matter what talent I'm going after. And if you ask me, training for Russell Westbrook, who hasn't really, he's been a really good player, won MVP, I, I believe a couple of times. He's a walking triple-double. He's done many good things. He's played with some of the best players, but has not proved to win. He's never proven that he could be a, a real winner. And he doesn't have, he never been able to show me that he could channel his energy for one and be a good leader. John Wall has shown some of these things. He's, a, he's one of, he, he's one uh, all-defensive team. He's a five-time all-star. And he's a leader. You may agree, you may disagree. And they probably have not won much. And they, they probably have got, you know, kicked out of the first and second round often. But I believe if they were going to go a, a different route, Russell Westbrook was not the answer. 
He basically just traded contracts and got the older guy. So, I'm gonna turn this over to you, Corey. How do you feel? Do you feel that the Wizards could somehow salvage this? I'm not saying that they have a broken relationship by any chance with uh, Bradley Beal. We're not here to, to speculate or to, to bring you guys fake news, but this is stuff that, you know, has been acknowledged and more now more than ever, everyone is starting to see it on full display. What do you believe is uh, something that can help, you know, you know, turn this season around? Is it coaching? Is it more moves? Take us away. Man, with the Wizards, uh, you know, I feel like they're they're really just they're really running out of time. I mean, when you when you're a star player of that caliber, you don't want to just keep sitting around and and just having the same story over and over, um, and you know, just just not advancing. And you you want to it, it's it's you know it's flattering if a team states that they want to build around you because it makes you feel like you know makes you feel special makes you feel like a great player and um you know but are they actually making the moves to make that happen or are they just keeping you here you know to basically just like sell tickets because they're not really they're not really building doesn't seem like they're really trying to make a lot of moves for them i mean you send away john wall and you know, I can only imagine what Bradley Bill was thinking at that moment in time. Like, probably like, you know, don't give up on this guy. I know he's been hurt the past couple of seasons or whatever, but you know, he's been putting in the work. And you know, the you know, the Wizards offensively, they're 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 not doing bad. They're like top five in scoring and stuff, but defensively, they're they're abysmal. Uh, you know, they they're they're last in blocks, block shots, twenty eighth defensive rating. You know, they just not. He's just not a good, you know, team all around, and they just have no depth. And he, you know, he's putting up like Jordan numbers, averaging over 35 points. He's shooting efficiently, and you know, at this rate for how he's playing, he's on pace to be the best scorer on a team that has like, uh, you know, is uh, <clears throat> point point 35, you know, as far point 350 as far as like their 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 winning record. Um, which which is kind of sad and you know i at, at this point i just feel like they should just they're gonna lose him as much as he's saying he wants to stay and win there i, I just don't see them making the moves necessary and i just think it's gonna be best for them to just trade him away to be honest yeah because it's to me man they gotta do it's almost like they kind of gotta do a rebuild again they gotta retool or you know retool because they're not fit or apt to to have a, a a team build around a player of Bradley Bill's caliber. You know he's you know he's young, but you know as time goes by, we all get older. You know he's not gonna be sitting there waiting to his retirement. You know for them to do something that's hard for me to believe. Um, they gotta make something happen. They gotta do something. They gotta get active. I don't know what they're doing in the front office, but they gotta get active. Um, the they they're uh, they they can't like he said himself they can't guard a parked car. I know this this term has been thrown around a lot, but they can't guard anybody. 
they've been a little bit better on defense but just yeah you got some of these guys on the team you isaac bonga raul neto these are guys who be sleeping on the bench on a lot of teams like you know i just i you know i don't i don't understand you, you tell a guy you want to build a team around him and bring him back a bag of cookies and an aging superstar in russell westbrook you know and after you know knowing that he he probably has a bigger contract than john wall which is basically like it's basically you trading contracts I don't think they did uh, their due diligence, and it just showed the ineptitude of the front office. You know, I don't know too much about Tommy Shepard, but I'm already not even sold about him. Um, so uh, to my to to this whole equation, do you think Scott Brooks is the problem? Do you, do you feel they need a new coach, a, a new situation? Can you explain some stuff schematically? You know, that you feel that he he, he could do different. Um, I do think they should they should go for uh, a coaching change. Um, I feel like they either need like an old school, old school kind of coach who who's who's gonna have like more, um, you know, require more discipline like with his players. You know, just like how the Knicks got Tom Thibodeau. I think the Wizards, you know, need need to go after like an old old school coach like Jeff Van Gundy or Nate McMillan. You know, these guys are old school, they're defensive minded. I know Nate McMillan was a defender when he was a player. Um, and then another intriguing option would be uh, Adrian Griffin, who's one of the assistant coaches for the Raptors. You know, when he was a player and him as him as an assistant coach, you know, that's that's his uh, specialty is defense. So he's mm-hmm. a huge part in why the Raptors have been really good um, on the defensive end. And I feel like when you create that, that kind of structure um, you know they'll they'll be able to hold their own uh, defensively because as far as the scoring goes, um, you know although I think there there should be some more pieces so that Bradley Beal doesn't have to carry so much of the load. Like their offense isn't that bad, but their defense is is is, is what's really was really crappy. Um, but you know as far as as far as any coaches, do you have any coaches that you think would best fit this team? And do you think they need a coaching change, or do you think they should keep stay with Scott Brooks? Or what is what is your uh, feeling on that? Man, I'm very critical of Scott Brooks, man. Very, very, very critical about him. Um, to me, uh, even this is going back to OKC. He he could have a championship in his finger right now. I mean, there's a lot of should, you know, if, ands, buts, you know, a lot of factors, like I said, you know, opening up, there's a lot of factors to a championship, but to me, he doesn't manage players and teams well. He's not a, he's not somebody who can manage a team. He's an X and O's guy. I think he's somebody who you could leave, you could have on the bench, but not as your main guy on the bench. Because he's, like, he's a tactician. I'm not going to take that away from him, but... At the end of the day, you know, when you hear about some of the best coaches in the league, the Phil Jacksons, even we go to college, we go to, uh, 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 was it, the John Wooden. These guys are guys that everybody revere because of who they are as people and how they manage players. It's not about Larry the X. Brown. Yeah. It's, it's not about all an X and O's. And to me, he doesn't handle pressure well. You know, this team, you know, throughout the years have gone through a lot of stuff that has proven he has not even grown from that experience. So if you're going to ask me 
obviously Jeff Van Gundy is number one on my list, but you know, in our day and age, it's like guys, they're afraid of certain kind of coaches. I like Mark Jackson mm-hmm. too, because I like guys, at the end of the day, it's been proven. You need a coach that can hold guys accountable. Somebody has to be the leader on the team. And then most of the time in our day and age, you have superstars that are not great leaders. You know, not saying this is Bradley Bill. They lead, everybody leads in a different way, but you just have to have somebody or a voice in there that can hold guys accountable. Another guy that I like to see, you know, get a coach, uh, coaching job, just like you said, Nate McMillan, because of his defensive prowess. So mm-hmm. That's just, uh, that's how I, I perceive it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you always want to have that kind of, um, you know, that kind of leader that's in there. Like, you may have a team where you have a couple, a couple different types of leaders. Like Bradley Beal comes across for me more of like, more of like a Kawhi uh, type of person, or like Damian Lillard. Not that Damian Lillard isn't vocal or Kawhi isn't vocal, but they're more, they're more like the quiet leaders who just play, and it's kind of like you follow their actions in that way. But then it's like. But then again, on the Clippers, you have someone like Patrick Beverly, who's somebody who's going to get in people's faces when they, you know, messing around and, and be real vocal to be like, hey, like we're not playing. Like, let's come out here and let's, let's, let's do our thing. It's not not goof around. So I feel like that's something that they need. But I feel like time is just ticking and ticking and ticking where the best thing may be to just for, you know, to send Bradley Bill elsewhere. And, and just get assets and just kind of redo the whole team because how, how they're running right now you're not going to really want to get get stars that want to be there I mean I'm sure there are plenty of players around the league who would love to play with Bradley Beal but they're like I want to play with you but not in a Wizards jersey I want to play with you in a different franchise so I think that's something that you know that they're definitely going to have to be have to uh you know be looking after and just retool the whole the whole franchise and just you know kind of start fresh and then Bradley Beal can go elsewhere and start fresh and be on a franchise that seems like they really care about winning and they really care about where he um, you know really really care about putting him in the best position of success yeah I agree man um no, nobody's coming to the Wizards. I, Bradley Bill been recruiting forever. <laughs> <laughs> he's been recruiting. He's been. Uh, he utilized those All Star appearances that he made in certain instances to get guys, but don't, nobody want to come down there, to be honest. Um, so for me, uh, let's take it from here. So, what teams do you feel are the best fit? You know, I've heard you just mention uh, something about Patrick Beverly and the Clippers. Um, they already have a two-headed monster there. Would it would it be? Do you think it's still wise for him to want to uh, to want to request being you know on the Clippers, being that they already have two, two main guys already on the, on that team? I mean, a team like the Clippers, obviously, if they got a guy like him, I mean, he's unselfish and he can score with the best of them. Um, I don't think that's a team that really, really, really needs, uh, you know, a Bradley Bill. Um, and they're, they're definitely going to have to, to um, you know, release several of their assets in order to acquire somebody like him. Um, but, you know, there, there, there are a few teams that I do have in mind that he would 
fit well with. Um, I like the Grizzlies a lot. Uh, I think him playing with John Morant and, you know, Jaron Jackson. I know Jaron Jackson's been hurt for the whole season so far. And, and uh, you know, and, and John Morant, they're both great young talents. And, Definitely. You know, Bradley Beal's, Bradley Beal's only 27. So, yeah. I mean, he's still early in his prime. Got plenty of time left. And not and, to cut you off, though, but mm-hmm. going to the Grizzlies, you know, like, I think that's a great, I think, to me, out of most fits that people will say I do, even over Miami, I just think that he he will be great with young talent, but with young, mm-hmm. legit talent. You know? Right. John Morant is a young, legit star. Like, this is not like mm-hmm. no young, average player. This is a young superstar in the making. And then you got a right. Jaron Jackson that's going to come back. Along with some of the other pieces that's gonna be, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they won't have Brooks if he's there. But John Morant's gonna be there. They're not gonna give him up. I think that's right. that's a good scenario for him because they can grow a chemistry together. And that team for young guys, they don't have too much ego in that situation. It's not like right. a lot of toxicity. I want the ball. I need to have 30. No, like it's not a lot of that garbage going on. To me, the main thing mm-hmm. and the thing too about that is. They probably be allowed to keep their depth. A lot of these teams building this uh, big three situation, they have no depth, and they have to go find depth. And it just—it looks like a very sloppy, topsy-turvy situation. But you know, you can go ahead and yeah. continue. Yeah. Oh, if you guys are liking this video so far, make sure you like, subscribe, and uh, you know, hit that notification bell. Uh, you know, comment, let us know on different ways to improve. Um. With, you know, with the thing I like with Grizzlies too, the Grizzlies coach, he's young, he's only 36 years old, but the thing about him is he was an assistant on the Hawks and the Bucks. And when he was assistant on the Hawks and Bucks, he was under Mike Budenholzer. And we know Mike Budenholzer was, you know, basically like a protege of, uh, of Greg Popovich. So he's learned a lot at a young age as a coach. And I think he's done a tremendous job um, you know, with the team, even like last year, you know, a lot of people just were talking about John Moran, John Moran, and obviously he, he did a great job, but John Moran always credits Taylor Jenkins for, you know, um, how he's, how he's let him perform and be him and do his thing. And I think, you know, he, Taylor Jenkins has, has really established a great defensive scheme for the team. And then, you know, on offense, they just been struggling with injuries this season. So Bradley Beal, would definitely fit in perfectly because he's really solid, you know, two-way player. Um, but it also, with him going somewhere, is also, you know, the Wizards going to look for, for the best assets they can get. And, I mean, you have a few teams that have, like, really solid assets, whether it was to trade him to the Nuggets or, you know, Miami Heat or New Orleans Pelicans. Like, those are teams that got picks and, you know, young players that may be attractive. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like, you know, Grizzlies and like Bucks probably is the best situation of winning uh, as far as other, you know, star power on the team for for Bradley Beal. Yeah, I agree, man. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely, I think that's definitely the best situation as far as coaching mixed with talent because you're going to go to so many of these situations, it's going to look good on paper, but it, it's not going to pan out. Like the Pelicans, mm-hmm. I don't know if that pans out. Because to me, you know, even with Stan Van Gundy there, and this is no not to him, it just seemed like a, a collection of talent. 
you know when you get a good coach in there they put something in they implement something in that gets the team together like for example the phoenix suns with monty williams as soon as they mm -hmm. as soon as he came in into the realms they look like an actual team so right that's the main thing i look for when you go into these teams not just a super team because super teams are not guaranteed to win mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah the best coaches i mean are always going to be the ones who who can have you know a certain group of guys whether you're popovich or nick nurse whoever you are you know how to utilize guys to their strengths know how to mask uh their weaknesses and and create something where you know you can have all guys contribute in some way to just play as a team and and figure it out in that regard so and you know just being innovative being creative guys got to be creative yeah well that wraps it up for this one guys stay tuned for the next episode please like subscribe and let us know some of your thoughts what are some good teams what are some changes that the Wizards can make maybe you're a Wizards fan give us some insight we're yeah here, we're, we're even here. the ones that's uh, even the ones that's uh even if you're not a just complete Wizards fan if you're a huge Bradley Beal fan let us know what you think yeah definitely man we definitely just like you guys are gonna be waiting and seeing what's gonna happen within the next few days the next few weeks because this losing thing doesn't seem like it's gonna end anytime soon because especially with the the protocol going on you got a lot of players out they miss so many games so it's up in the air what can happen because i don't i don't know russell westbrook struggling at this given moment we don't know what's gonna happen so just stay tuned peace deuces